Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> we are actually in person this time. So cheers to that. Cheers. cheers. Clink. Um, okay, so welcome to the Blood Sisters Cafe co-podcast. Um, this is part two of Fifty Shades Darker and Freed. So we're going to do two books, um, the last two books on this podcast. But we've gotten asked by our listeners to talk a little bit about ourselves. So we made some lists to see how um, we answered three questions and we're going to see how much they match up. Which one do you want to start with? Let's do the book list first. Okay. So we wrote down the our top three books, um, our all-time favorite books. And we're going to see if first if they match up and second if they, what we think of them. We'll rate each other's books if they don't match up. Okay, what's your number one? My number one is Nightingale. Mine too. Really? <laughs> Love that book. It is... 10 out of 10. 100 out of, out of 10. 10. Yeah, I can't even give it a rating because it is the best book that I have read ever. Yeah, it... Literally moves you to tears. Yes, I literally cried. <laughs> tears or sobs? Yeah, didn't you tear up? I'm asking tears or sobs. Oh, um, tears. Not sobs? No, not quite. Oh. I bet during the movie, though, I do sob. Oh my gosh. Because that... the movie's coming out either in December of 2022 or I think within the few months of 2023. I can't remember when exactly. And the, um... Fanning sisters are playing. Yes. Yeah, that's going to be so good. It's like going to be good. Okay, next book. You go first this time. Starless Sea. I know that wasn't one of your guys' favorites. No, favorite. I did not like that book. Oh my gosh. I mean, I liked it, but I would give it maybe a 6 out of 10. Oh my gosh, I would give it a 10 out of 10. It was written like a poem. It was so intricate and detailed and just so good. I would, maybe I'll try to read it again. My second book is Night Road. I didn't put that on my list, but I forgot about that kind of. I really thought that was going to be your number one. I forgot about that book, honestly, until I actually peeked at your list. (laughs) (laughs) But that would be probably between... I need a top four, so that would be in my top four. Okay. Okay, you go for the third. My number three is Redeeming Love. My number three is the After series, but you haven't re- read those yet. No, I haven't read them yet. I really do like Redeeming Love, but I loved the After series. Yeah, I've heard they're really good, but... 10,000 times better than the movies, too. Yeah, well, the movies are terrible. I kind of like them. <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> like cheesy... them, too, in a cheesy kind of way, like, but it's kind of like Fifty Shades of Grey, where the book is just so good, and then the movies don't mm, line up. Which, this is kind of, it's not as pornographic. The After series isn't as. But it's more than I thought. Are you talking about the books or the movies? The books. Oh. And the movies, I mean, they There's show a little few... bit more than I thought they were, especially in the second movie. Yeah, yeah. But they, it's more geared towards college kids instead of the suburban housewife, like the Fifty Shades. Yeah, I agree. Fifty Shades. Um. Okay, let's do coffee next. So we listed our top five coffee picks. Um, this isn't necessarily geared towards a coffee rest or a coffee shop. Shop, 
but it's just something that is our go-to no matter what coffee shop we walk into. So you do your number one first. My number one is black coffee. My number one all-time favorite, which is seasonal, is pumpkin, pumpkin syrup. <laughs> pumpkin, pumpkin, pumpkin spice. <laughs> what is that from? I don't know. I'm saying it like Ella would in her Transformer voice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, mine is pumpkin. So I get a black coffee and get like two pumps of pumpkin spice syrup in there. And I will literally get that every time I go to Starbucks as soon as it hits the stores and as soon as it's out of the stores. But if any other store offers it, I'll get it. But I feel like Starbucks is the only one that has like homemade pumpkin syrup. And it's like a syrup. It's, it's like not like thick. It's not like super. It's not like the ones that you get can you just. Yeah, I don't love a lot of people's pumpkin the flavoring. Spice. It's yeah. not just a flavoring. I like Starbucks pumpkin flavoring, the best. But I haven't really. I do like Dutch Bros. Pumpkin. Me too, but it's just not this. Dutch Bros. Isn't the same. Let me tell you a story about Dutch Bros. Which I don't know if you know this, but Trevor and I went to Dutch Bros. and I ordered a. Americano. So, Americano is made out of black espresso, just plain espresso, espresso and then some water. Hot water. When I got my my Americano, it literally tasted like water, like a cup of water with maybe a, a drop of espresso. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And um, the lady was like, well, you do know? Because I was like, this is really watered down. Like, it's not supposed to, it's supposed, still supposed to taste like coffee. And yeah, and you're I just like, replacing the milk with water. And I was like, this is really watered down. She goes, well, you know how Dutch bros people talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know that it's made of water, right? And I was like... No shit, Sherlock? Yeah, I was like, uh, yeah. I was, And then, so Trevor and I went to a second Dutch bros and got it, and it tasted the same. And I was like, that's when it started for me. Well, not when it started, but that's like a, another notch in the negatives for them yeah i just have what how many times did we go there in a row and i was like just ugh, yeah a lot i don't go there very often but we are we're gonna give it another shot tomorrow we're gonna i'm not gonna get an americano i can tell you that i'll get a real drink with their golden eagles are really good like when good. i've had them um and the nine one one or the good. annihilator is and nine one one is good too. Mm -hmm. And Trevor really likes their sodas. They're Dutch. Sodas. I've never had one. I never have, have you tasted one. No, uh, yeah, they're good. They're good. I just never order when I go to a coffee shop. I never choose to order like a soda, like or a smoothie or anything like that. Like a soda pop. Yeah, I don't order a soda pop. <laughs> Me neither. But sometimes when. I like to drink something sparkling, like, after I work out or something, but I usually don't go to a coffee shop for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know when it started going down. Another notch was the freaking stamp cards. Oh, yeah, that was one of the biggest benefits for them, was having, you had, how many stamps did we need? Ten stamps? For a free drink. Twelve stamps for a free drink or something. Yeah. And... Even if you, like, Andrea and I would hoard them. We wouldn't go get a, we would go to Dutch Bros, but get stamps, and then we would hoard our stamp cards to get free drinks for, like, our summertime, I feel like. And now they don't even... That bit us in the ass real freaking Yeah, hard. like, they wouldn't even let us use them after a certain date. Like, we had to, 
they no longer worked after a certain date, and that was bullshit. Yeah, it happened in 2021, because I was living... Um, Here still. No, I was living elsewhere. Oh, you were? Yeah. Oh. Um, which I did last time. <laughs> um, yeah, that was pissed me off because we probably had 10 full stamp cards each and they went to waste. Pointless. And they were like, hey, we're not accepting um, stamp cards anymore. You have two days to redeem them. And then after this date, and we both don't live where a Dutch bros is. So we were like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah, it was pretty frustrating. That's why I like Starbucks though, because they... Their reward system, I feel like they're going to keep going up. Like, you have to get so many stars. It's gone But I like it. Like, it... It's reasonable. It's yeah. not bad. Um, another place that has really good pumpkin spice, like, just adding pumpkin to their coffee is Caribou. Oh, yeah. I got, I've never tried that. I've I never had it, but I've never tried their pumpkin. I got it when I went and saw Lydia and Katie. Mm-hmm. Good. Okay, next drink. My second is iced coffee with oat milk. Mine too. Wow. Number two. We've tried... Oat milk has been my all-time favorite over, like, soy, almond. I refuse to drink almond milk. I think it tastes like a bag of dicks, so... (laughs) Okay. Uh, Oat milk, though, I do love pretty much all oat milk. I don't love hot oat milk from everywhere. It has, like, a weird nutty taste to it, but... Like a bag of dicks. Like a bag of dicks, so... But the oat milk from... That Starbucks uses, they sell it at Safeway. I know for sure, because that's where I get it up where I live. And um, it's called Oatly. 10 out of 10. Yeah, that's good. And there's also one, I can't remember what brand it is, but it's extra creamy oat milk. Chobani makes a really Chobani. good Chobani, oh yeah, that's what it is. And it is so good. Um. Yeah, that's really good. Okay. What's your number three? I'm not sure what I did here. <laughs> number three is black, black, just black coffee. Okay, yeah, I shouldn't have put black coffee on mine because when I go to a coffee shop, I rarely order black cof- coffee. <laughs> There's a bug <laughs> flying by my head. <laughs> um, but like at home, that's what we drink all the time, so that's just what I put. That's our go-to coffee. Mm-hmm. My number three is pumpkin spice latte during. The fall season. <laughs> as soon as fall hits, I am like the most basic, basic bitch. bitch. <laughs> I love too. pumpkins. I love pumpkin spice. Everything. I love pumpkin pie. I don't love pumpkin pie. I do with lots of whipped cream. <laughs> and I like to paint pumpkins as well. All my witches out there. Whoop. Whoop. <laughs> okay, number four. You go. Um, is an oat milk latte or sometimes I really just need, especially when we're like, I'm on my period, I really need like a full on latte with half and half in it or whole milk, I guess. I don't know what it's made of. Half and half. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) My is vanilla brevet. What is that? The vanilla with half and half. (laughs) Oh, so a pump of vanilla. Yeah, like the vanilla syrup with, in a latte. Yeah, that's good. With, but it's a brevet latte, not a regular latte. That's good. Okay, number five. Um. The brown sugar oat milk lattes. That wasn't my number five. 
<laughs> Disappointing. My number five is eggnog latte. Which <laughs> I know you don't like that. I fucking love eggnog. I don't know why. I smell it and it literally makes me want to vomit on the spot. When I'm at home, I pour it in I slow cup. Not the eggnog, la- eggnog latte, but just eggnog. I'll pour it in a cup. And I'll sprinkle some nutmeg on it. You're weird. Don't you remember mom used to do that for us when we were No, little? I don't think I drank eggnog like that. Ever. But we have that good chocolate. You know that chocolate milk that we got? Mm-hmm. Um, they have, they make their own eggnog. So it's like really nice and. Okay. Our last list, we did um, our top three Mexican restaurants. If you know Megan and I, we are obsessed with Mexican food. We could eat it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and then a midnight snack after that. Seven days a week. Yeah. So, um, what's your number one? Hacienda. <laughs> Dang it, I switched mine. On my other list, I had Hacienda as my number one, so let's pretend like that is, because we do love going there, so. Snaps. Snaps for us. <laughs> um... It is so good. If you guys have not been there, you should go. They make homemade tortillas, homemade tortilla chips, and um, homemade salsa, and it is delightful. And homemade guac, too. I don't ever eat that. I've never had their guac, I don't think. I have a couple times. I have. You get it when we get the quesadillas. Quesadilla, yeah, that was dumb. And they used to, I we haven't gone in so long, but they used to have happy hour every day, and you would pay like $6 for a quesadilla, and they were good And their nachos were bomb as hell. Don't you remember the big... Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about those. She looked the at pikes. me like she was like, I never had them before, but we ran a train on I, those Actually, chips. the reason I was looking at you is I was thinking if there would be time to go. Go. <laughs> um, almost an intrusion there. <laughs> so what's <laughs> your number two? Albert Taco slash Monica's. Cause I think, oh my god! I think they're the same thing. So I, just I would, yeah. But I on my first list that I made, that was my number two. <laughs> so high five again and snap for and us. And snap for us. Okay, number three. I put Chipotle. I put Pig Latin. I forgot about <laughs> that place. I would put Chipotle as my number four, but I don't... That's, like, more American-Mexican. Yeah, you're right. I just didn't know. I could not... When I was thinking of five Mexican restaurants, I was like, I have not been to five, so... But, obviously, we have. Um, I... If any of you guys have had a chance to eat at Pig Latin, if you haven't, it used to be just a food truck, but now it's a... Real store? Shop? Restaurant? Yeah. (laughs) And it's on um, Dublin. Yeah, South. Dublin and Union. Yeah. And they have these tacos that are so good in it. They have $2 taco nights. So good. Do you remember who we saw? Do you know who works there? Don't say his name, but... Yeah, I... Ugh. Yeah. I remember when Trevor and I went there, he was like, I can, like, basically commit murder here. Like, I... Um, can do it. I can I give you a really good discount. And then I we got our bill, and it was literally ten percent off. <laughs> I was like, "You really did a whole lot there." And the tacos were two dollars, so twenty cents off each taco. <laughs> I was like, "Thank cool. you." <laughs> um. Okay, so Megan and I actually got Starbucks coffee today. 
Um, I got a venti iced coffee with no classic oat milk. It says one half on there, which I really hope they put more than one half splash, because... Anyway, what'd you get? Yeah, they charge out the ass for oat milk. They should at least pour more than a tablespoon in there. I got the... Um... You know, the brown sugar shaken espresso? Well, I don't love ice drinks, so I had to make it into a latte form. A hot latte. So that's what I'm sipping on. And now to the book. So this is the Fifty Shades um, Darker book summary. Um, okay, just making sure that this is actually what I need to be reading so I'm not like naming all the characters and stuff. Okay. So... Daunted by the singular tastes and dark secrets of the handsome, tormented young entrepreneur Christian Gray, Anastasia Steele has broken off their relationship to start a new career with a Seattle independent publishing house, which is called SIP. That's what they refer to it as in the book and in the movie. But desire for Christian still dominates her every waking thought, and when he proposes a new arrangement, Anastasia cannot resist. They rekindle their sexual their searing sexual affair, and Anastasia learns more about the harrowing past of her damage-driven and demanding Fifty Shades. While Christian wrestles with his inner demons, Anastasia must confront the anger and envy of the woman who came before her and make the most important decision of her life. Dun-dun-dun. Okay, so Fifty Shades Grey left off... Let's just recap. They, Fifty Shades of Grey left off by her... Asking to show, asking Christian to show her the worst, asking Anastasia asked, and he did show her the worst in their dominating, dominant submissive relationship. And, um, <laughs> and he showed her the worst by whipping her with a belt. I can't remember. And she's like, I, this is so, like, I can't do this. And she walks out, she says goodbye to Christian for forever, and the elevator shut. Yeah, so starting Fifty Shades Darker, if you guys have read the books, you know that she, her good friend Jose, has an art exhibit back where they went to school. I can't remember. Where was that? She's in Seattle now, but where were, where was she before? I can't remember. Anyways, she had to go back to wherever the town is that she was working in and living in before to go see... Um, Jose's art exhibit and they had made plans to go together so she started at SIP and she wore that purple dress that she wore during the meeting the plum colored dress yeah one but, of his favorite dresses that she wears yeah except for she's lost a ton of weight because they are since they broke up she's super depressed can't and really Kate's eat. gone Kate's on vacation with, with Elliot which is Christian's brother yeah and so he texts her that day of the art exhibit and is like, this is where it's annoying. That It's such a simple thing. I don't know why they couldn't have done it the exact same as the book. Because in the book, he texts her during work and is like, do you need a ride? Because remember, he sold Wanda and she gave back her car so she doesn't have a car right now. And then in the show, so he picks her up at work and then they go to the exhibit together. But in the movie, she goes by herself and then... He turns around and she sees him. 
Yeah. Yeah, they should have just made it. And then they drive back together. Yeah. Um, ultimately, they re... They haven't seen each other since they broke up, and it's not a very long time, maybe no. two weeks at the most. Yeah, I can't remember exactly how long. And they um, go to Jose's art gallery or art exhibit thing, and then they rekindle their relationship. But they, ma- they make new... Guidelines. He's like, let's just try a vanilla relationship, which yeah. is like a basic relationship like you or I would have. Yeah. Um, but then they, they, she's like, I still want the kinky fuckery in there. Yeah. But they don't, he doesn't want to do it in the playroom because he's scared she's going to leave. And I think the second book is like really highlights how much he's in love with her because he really did put aside the red room of pain for a long time. And he lets her be in control. Yeah. Which, um... She, like, has to... He's, like, I won't do anything, like, in near, like, the dominant submissive relationship until you beg me to do it. Which, I didn't really like that. It's, like, why does she have to beg? Yeah. But he just wanted to make sure that she was in absolute control, which I understand. And then, towards the end of the book... So, their relationship is... There's a lot of trials, though, like, like she meets Mrs. Robinson. Oh yeah, she goes and, and gets Mrs. her Mrs. Robinson is a fucking bitch. Well, she's a child molester. Yeah, she's a child molester. Because Mrs. Robinson is the one who taught Christian Gray about the dominant submissive relationship when he was what she said sixteen. He said sixteen. Yeah, which he was. He is under the impression um, that he that Miss Robinson saved his life, like rescued him from a dark path, which could have helped. This could have helped him in a sense from going down, like maybe drugs or something. But I don't think they would have found each other if he had not gone through his past. But at the same time, she's still a child molester. Yeah, she fucked up. So she does meet Mrs. Robinson. And, and, and her boss at SIP starts being a, a creep. creep. So Mr. Jack. Jack Hyde. Jack Hyde. And um, he gets in a helicopter crash. He gets in a helicopter crash and she meets Leela Willie. Leela. Yeah. In the One of his book. exes. Ex-submissives who had a lot of trauma recently and was wanted to be his submissive again. He she was obsessed with. Yeah. She had a mental disorder though. Yeah. So a lot of characters get introduced in the second book, and Jack Hyde is the one to remember. He's a douche canoe. Um, in the second book, like she's doing really well for herself and at work, and then, um, he asks her to a bar. In the book, it's called Fifties. In the Movie, it's called um, something else. So I don't know why they couldn't have put that together. Um, and she, he's talking to the HR lady at work and he's like, well, are you going to come? And she says no. So that en- it ends up being just Anastasia and Jack. But Christian walks in and she's like, well, we had a pi- they had a pissing, pissing contest. contest. Yeah. Which... Anastasia is, like, fighting this battle of being in control, and Christian is trying to relent some of the control, but when he deals with people like Jack, it's like, how am I supposed to trust, not trust her, but, like, 
trust that you're safe. Yeah. And Anna's like, I'll be fine, I'll be fine. And he ends up, like, kidnapping her in the third book, so. Yeah, well, in the second book, it starts, that whole kidnapping thing in the third book starts out, she's at work, and she doesn't go on this trip to, um, New York. Yeah, she was going for a to. book thing, and she was gonna go, but Christian said no because he was already he bought SIP behind Anastasia's back. Yeah, so he's her boss's 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 boss, and he's obviously because he's not working there at all. But one night he she was working late, and she was like, "Well, I can't go," and this was after he was already getting frustrated because he found out who Christian Gray Christian Gray was her boyfriend. And he was already, like, hitting on her and being kind of skeevy. Yeah. And so he was like, come into my office real quick. And then he turns into a full fucking freak. Like, he's like... like, hits on her. Yeah, he goes, well, if you're going to fuck somebody, you might as well fuck somebody who can at least make you come and who can make you smarter, not just richer. Yeah, he... But the person that played him in the movie, I didn't really picture him when I was reading the books for the first time. I pictured a guy more, like, sleazy looking. Me too, but after I watched the movie, he does play a good sleazy guy, I think. Like, you know the guy from The Other Woman? The husband? Yeah. Almost like him. I think they kind of have the same vibe. (laughs) But he's... That actor, the one from The Other Woman, is actually in Game of Thrones, and I love him in Game of Thrones. So it's like... Have you watched that yet? No. You need to. <laughs> um, so tell them how the end of the book, about the end of the book, what happens. So wait, he, Christian Grey goes on a helicopter trip with some close friends and they end up getting in a car crash or a helicopter crash. And Christian proposed to Anastasia right before this happened and she was going to tell him as a birthday gift, like, yes. And she was waiting. She didn't know if he lived or not. And then he finally, obviously, he lived. And he walked in and she, um, that night after everybody left, she said yes. But then he, like, set up a huge, um... His birthday. He had a birthday party. His parents had a birthday party for him. And she, he walked her out to the boat, like a boat house thing. Like, that was literally over a dock. And it had, it was full of flowers. And then the first book, he goes, I'm not a flower. I'm not a hearts and flowers kind of guy. Hearts and flowers kind of guy, yeah. And then when he actually, so the way he proposed, like, first, he was like, we should get married. Not, like, really. In his sleep. Well, he actually proposed, like, in real life because she was going to give him a keychain that said yes. But he didn't ask, like, super sincerely. So he. And he didn't have a ring yet. Yeah. So then at the very end of the book, he. Buys all these flowers and he gets down on one knee and says, will you marry me? And he's like, he says something about the flowers. And he's like, you asked for, you wanted hearts here's and the flowers. Hearts, or here's the flowers and you have my heart. Yeah, it was super cute. Super cute. But you missed the big part about Mrs. Robinson. Oh, So shit. in the book. I, I thought that happened in the third. The third no, book. it happens when they're engaged. Getting right at that engagement part, like his birthday party that turned engagement party. Because remember, I thought that was Kate, sure it's not in the third. No, it's oh, it's before yeah. they get married, and the third movie start book and movie starts with as they're the married. Mar- yeah, you're right. Okay, but Go talk ahead. about okay. So, Kate, a long time ago, 
Kate, we have, well, we already said, Kate is her roommate and she's dating Elliot, which is Christian Gray's brother. brother. But a long time ago, Christian let Anastasia borrow his jacket after their first meeting in the first book, first movie, at the office. They had their first contract meeting to go over the hard and soft limits, okay? He sent her home with his coat jacket, so she put the rules in his pocket in the book. Do you remember? Yeah. And Kate shows up at the party, and she's pissed at Christian. She goes, what the fuck is this? And it's all the list. It's and like, it's a list. It's, it's a, a contract. Yeah, it's with the contract. The hard limits and and you have to read through the contract to know, because it's like... Do, Super long. Yeah. I skip that every time I read the book. Uh, the first time I read it, and after, I'm like, okay. Go on. It's so long. Yeah. But... So Kate gets super pissed and Anastasia's like, it's not like that anymore. We're in a good, healthy relationship. Like, it's not a dominant, submissive relationship. Whatever, whatever. And this is going on where there's like 40 people at the house for a birthday party slash engagement party. Yeah. And there's a ton of people. And then, and then Mrs. Robinson. Miss Robinson is there because she's a family friend as well. That's how they met Christian and Miss Robinson. It's because she's good friends with Christian's, Christian's mom. mom. And so they're all there for the birthday party and the engagement party. And then Miss Robinson corners Anastasia and is like, you are not good for him. You'll never be good enough for him. You can't give him what you want because he's... He, he, this he is was his, born this way. He was born to have this lifestyle and I'm the one for him. Mm-hmm. And... Pretty much he was a jealous old snatch. So... Yeah. Um, and she... You know who would have played her really well is Kate Blanchett. Oh, I agree. I didn't um, like the lady that, that plays her. Me neither. It's not who I pictured. Anyway, and so she confronts Anastasia, and Anastasia's basically like, you can go fuck yourself, and throws a drink on her. And all while, Christian's mom hears this whole thing. So Christian's mom finds out that um, that her son was having a relationship with... Not only a relationship, but a dominant, dominant submissive, submissive relationship with... A woman that was 40 years older than... 30... Probably not 40, but like 20 to 30 years older than him. And um, and it was a family friend. And it most like 99% of people, the population... Not 99%, but probably like 85% of the population do not agree to the dominant submissive. Yeah. And on top of that, they were... He was 16 and she was way older, so it was statutory... Rape, rape, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because he couldn't, he couldn't even consent if he wanted to. Technically, yeah. In most states, you, if it's that age, the parents have to, like, know and be okay. And even then, the parents can turn around and, whatever. So she finds all this out, and she's like, "Holy crap!" And so she, she slaps Miss Robinson, right? Yeah. And kicks her out of the house and says, "Get out of my house!" And that's she's like, "You will never touch my kids again." So then, this was the funniest part of the movies, I think, to me, honestly, is when, in the movie, Anastasia goes up to Christian's bedroom and waits for them, because she's so flustered, she doesn't want to go to dinner yet, and then Christian comes up there, and he's like, I cut off all business ties, I am no, we are no longer business partners, I'm giving her this, the beauty salons, um, because of what she's given, helped me do, so I'm going to give those to her, but other than that, like... My people are going to sort out the stuff and we are no longer, like, everything's cut off. And she goes, I'm sorry. And he goes, are you, though? And she goes, nope, not at all. I thought that was hilarious. 
Um, I really... That was a good book. Also, the, the, bad. the second movie was way better than the first one. And I think... Um, what is her name? Dakota Johnson is so pretty yeah. in the second book. Like, she's pretty in the first book, but the second book, that lavish lifestyle just really fits her, I yeah. think. And so I think she looks so good. Well, when I see pictures of her on Instagram, like on the red carpet, I'm like, she is so gorgeous. Yeah, and I think she's, she's funny. So pretty. She's mm-hmm. so cute. Um, I did not picture who played Kate to picture play Kate. Me either. I was picturing somebody like she's the girl homely looking. <laughs> like not... I don't think she's ugly. I don't think she's that super pretty. I pictured like a model, like tall. Because they did talk about how pretty she was. Yeah. I, but I think it would be hard to find somebody that is. Because they said she's prettier than Anastasia. Well, Anastasia says that, but it'd be hard to find somebody who's prettier than Dakota, like, in that. You know who I kind of picture is um, <clears throat> Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce? The blonde girl in that show, because she's kind of... No, not me. She's way too old. When she's younger. I picture somebody like... the. She's got to have, like, red hair, right? Or maybe, Strawberry like, Margot blonde. Robbie. I kind of picture Margot Robbie. Oh, yeah, I could aesthetic. if they had... I pictured someone just so fun and bouncy and, and just, like... like, a little bit skinnier. That girl in that movie is a little heavy. She looks She's not old. heavy, but... She just looks old to me, though. She's not who I pictured, either. I can't think of the person I'm thinking of, but... I did like the choice for Elliot. I like him as an actor. Me, too. I think he is so hot. <laughs> He's in Yellowstone. I know. I want to watch it. Me too. I want to watch it just for him. When I saw that he was in it, I was like... Actually, I think all of the guys are hot in Yellowstone. You think Whitey from One Tree Hill is cute? Who? Remember Whitey the coach? No. In One Tree Hill? Oh, he's in that? I didn't know he was in that. (laughs) Yeah. I haven't watched it yet, so... I haven't either. Um, Anyway, so that's that. And then the third book... Do you have that pulled up? Yeah. So let me read the third book summary. When <laughs> if you hear a little bit of growling, it's just some doggies running around in the back. You're just playing. When unworldly student Anastasia Steele first encountered the driven and dazzling young entrepreneur Christian Gray, it sparked a sensual affair that changed both of their lives irrevo- irrevocably. Irrevocably, I don't really. I've never seen that word before. <laughs> we read books. We read. <laughs> Shocked, intrigued, and ultimately repelled by Christian's singular erotic tastes, Anna demands a deeper commitment. Now, Anna and Christian have it all. Love, passion, intimacy, wealth, and a world of possibilities for their future. But Anna knows that loving his Fifty Shades will not be easy and that being together will pose challenges that neither of them would anticipate. Anna must somehow... Learn to share Christian's opulent lifestyle without sacrificing her own identity. And Christian must overcome his compulsion to control as he wrestles with his demons of a tormented past. Just when it seems that their strength together will eclipse any obstacle, misfortune, malice, and fate conspire to make and fate conspire to make Anna's deepest fears turn reality. I do not think that's a good summary of the book. Why not? Because it says Anna must somehow learn to share Christian's 
lifestyle. She's already living with that lifestyle, and she, I mean, because it's, it makes I think it it's seem... because of Leela. Like, he, she needs to accept, like, his lifestyle. Like, there's going to be things that come back and haunt him because he had so many submissives, and she finds all those pictures in his room. That was the second, yeah, I guess, that was the second book. Well, and this is, this book really goes heavily on, um... I guess Leela happened in the second, second book, book where she, like, goes, yeah, I don't know. And I think one of the biggest ones is that he is just surrounded. He's getting hit he's on all the He's very controlling. Too. Yeah, he's super Maybe controlling. Maybe that's what it's about because I, I feel like she's adapted already. Like, I feel like the end of the second book, she was adapted. She was, yeah. like, I feel like she didn't have, like, a hard time adapting in the third book. So I feel like that part should have been put in this, I don't know. Yeah, and I think, well, she also finds out she's pregnant, so she, um... That happens in the third book. I know, aren't we talking about the third yeah. book? Um, she you just skipped a lot, that's what I was wondering. I know, I didn't think we were gonna go, like, fully, like... We don't have to with this book. Um, she ends up getting pregnant, and Christian is like, holy shit, I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> yeah, that pissed me off. When he... That, so during that time, when she found out she was pregnant, was right, Jack Hyde broke into their apartment, and he got arrested, and then his court hearing, so she went to the court hearing, and, um, he, the, he was, uh, he, like, saw her, and then she ran to the bathroom and got sick, and she thought it was because she was nervous. Yeah, and, like, he gives her the skeeties, but... It was really because she had she, some morning sickness. Yeah, it was sick and she had forgot to take her birth control. Yeah. Um well the whole book the whole third book is kind of about their marriage at the very beginning and their honeymoon. They don't really go into detail about the wedding. But they no, it's talk very about, short. They talk about the honeymoon and in the movie the honeymoon looks fun as shit. Yeah, they they're like gone for like three weeks. They're on a like a huge They have a private yacht and then they stay in London. Yeah, and then they pick out their house, like their ginormous house and the real Oh my gosh, I love it. Not the realtor, the architect. Yeah. Yeah. The house Gia Mateo. Who's that? The architect. Gia Mateo, remember in the movies? And Kate's like she's got really big and Anastasia cuts in and she goes, plans. And she's like, and then Kate goes, yeah, and Elliot really likes to look at those plans. Because she has fake boobs. Remember? She is the one that she's like, if you could, she like wanted to tear down that beautiful house and build something super modern. Modern. And then Oh, she's Christian, in like Gilmore Girls, that actress, right? Yeah, and she like looks at Christian the whole time instead of Anastasia. And Anastasia gets pissed and, and Anastasia's like... like Listen here, you little... She's like, um, it's Miss Gray. Yeah, she... Because she kept calling Christian by Christian, but, like, the way she said Anna was so condescending, and then Christian took... Walked away and took a phone call, and she, like, sat down on the this lady's huge architect plans, and she was like, if you could stop making eyes at my husband and pretending like I'm not here, or you will not have this job pretty much. Like, you either start acting like I am his wife because that's what I am. Yeah, she's putting her foot down. Yeah, I like that part. And then they go to Aspen, too. Um, 
They go to Aspen, and Elliot proposes to Kate at a yeah. club, which I didn't was love. Weird. I was Me like, either. okay, yeah. The I book just... and movie were, di- but the book and movie were different. He proposed in the book at dinner, not at the club, like in the movie. Yeah, I just didn't like the actress. I just, yeah, I don't know. Um, but they go to Aspen, which is super pretty. I would love to go there. Like, and all this time, Jack is still out and about. He's roaming the world. And then she gets kidnapped. Making plans. No, she doesn't. Yeah, she does. Christian's sister gets kidnapped. kidnapped. Oh, and, and then Anna goes. She leaves work to go get money from the bank and, and pretends like she's leaving Christian and he's super sad. But she's a brilliant lady and she took, put her phone in the bag with the cash and then took the bank guy's phone and then threw his phone out the window so he could track her. Yeah, she was smart. Mm-hmm. I would not have thought of that. So. Me either. She did good. I also liked um the the cars that they drove in the movie. And... All the Audis, yeah. Yeah. Is it Audis or Audis? I've only heard it pronounced Audi, but that's a good question. Because it's spelled A-U-D-I. Yeah. I would say Audi. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I read it Audi because of the way it's spelled. Yeah. And then her outfits are super, super cute. Oh my gosh. Her heels are so cute. Love them. It makes me want a job where I have to dress up all the time like that. And then I'm like, could never. (laughs) Could never. I dress up a little, not like that, but I do dress up more business casual. Kind of like when I had to at um, Villa. But, I don't know. Overall, I would give these books like a 5 out of 5, I think. Because I've read them so many times. How yeah. could I not give them a 5 out of 5? I would give the books a 5 out of 5 as well. The movie is probably a 3 out of 5. I love... The when... second and third books are better. Yeah. Or movies, I mean. Yeah. I and I also would give... I would probably give the Christian Gray's version, like, Gray, Darker, and Freed, probably 4 out of 5s. Yeah. It's hard because... It... It is his perspective, but at the same time, it's, like, so, it's, everything's pretty much repeated. Like, there's very few differences in the way, like, obviously it's more about the way he thinks, but every scenario that happens in the books happens again in those books. Yeah, I, which I do like hearing his thoughts, though. Like, I think it's interesting, but at the same time... I should read how she came about those thoughts because did she get a male perspective? Like, did she talk to a guy? Because the author, E.L. James, right? Mm-hmm. She is a woman, so it's like, was that really a male's, like, point of view? Because a woman writing a male's point of view is still a woman's point of view, if that makes sense. Of what they're thinking. Yeah. Yeah, I Which, agree. Do you agree that this book these series of books are like it's a fan it is a fan fiction of twilight do you think that it relates i don't you've never heard that no it they were written as a fan fiction novels of twilight i did not know that they were gonna cast chris and bell as Anastasia. oh hell no i would have never <laughs> you oh, lost. Hell no. <laughs> you lost me <laughs> you oh, had me good. then you lost me uh yeah I'm never. pretty sure that I read, first they were going to try to cast Chris and Bell, but they couldn't because she was who it was, like, based off of, mm-hmm. which I think she's a terrible fucking actress. I love Robert Pattinson, though, but they Me weren't too. looking at him to be Christian Grey. I couldn't see him as Christian Grey either. But Christian Grey was, like, because Robert Pattinson, Edward, is, like, a rich guy. Yeah. And then 
Bella is like a lost little soul, and so was, but Anastasia wasn't really lost. She knew who she was the whole time. Yeah. Um, but I heard that it was based off of Twilight, like it was a fan fiction based off of Twilight. I never heard that. Um, and then the second person I heard that they were looking to cast as Anastasia is Rory from Gilmore Girls, and I'm saying fuck no to that, too, because... If I had not already seen Dakota Johnson as her, I could kind of see it. She just is so innocent in Gilmore Girls. It'd be hard to... She's a slut in Gilmore Girls. What are you talking about? (laughs) I know she's a slut because she cheats on every fucking boyfriend she has, but she doesn't, like, have sex the way that Anastasia... Yeah, that's true. Dakota Johnson was a perfect pick. But she's... You have to watch A Handmaid's Tale because Rory's in that, but she's old now. Yeah. Like, she's too old to play in Anastasia's Tale. Yeah. Well, she looks kind of pretty old in the new Gilmore Girls. I haven't watched them. Oh, I She's 40, I think. Dakota Johnson did an amazing job. I I agree. I think she's so pretty, and I do think she's a good actress, honestly. Yeah. The dogs are going crazy. Yeah, I don't... I can hear them all the way through the fence. Um, sorry about that. We're also distracted. <laughs> <laughs> um, once you read the After series, you'll have to let me know. I should have brought them so you could borrow them. Yeah. But after I you read I want the, my book back. The, then she was lucky, gone. And Luckiest Girl Alive. Oh, yeah. Um... After you read the After series, you'll have to tell me because those were fan fiction novels written and based off of One Direction. I don't get that at all. I was thinking more like they were fan fiction college made books of Fifty Shades because they're pretty similar. Yeah. Also, I was going to ask you, what do what do they refer to? What does Anastasia call her vagina in this book? It's something like kind of weird. <laughs> Her sex. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> I can't believe I remembered that. I was kind of like... In the book, every time she's like, he, he's like, the it's like written like, he reaches down to my sex. And it's just, it really threw me off. The first time I read it, I was like, wait, what? Yeah, I was like, I've never heard a vagina being called my sex. Me either. Um... That reminds me, I read this one book, and I can't remember what it's called, but, um, oh, The Perfect Girlfriend. And this author uses this same word. God, what is it? I remember you told me. I can't remember, though. It bothered the shit out of me. I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot think of it. It was just something like, whilst, whilst every fucking sentence. (laughs) I was like, I'm going to put a gun to your fucking head. <laughs> Do not say Wills one more goddamn time. I was just so pissed. I was like, I stopped reading it as Wills halfway through and I was like, while. It's just while. Yeah. I was so pissed. I was like. Yeah, that's a weird word to repeat. Every sentence. <laughs> well, whilst he's hanging out at the the airport and, and whilst I am getting coffee, I'm like. We Dear get mother. it. <laughs> you use a thesaurus. <laughs> <laughs> we get it. Use a thesaurus. 
I hope Trevor's doing okay with the dogs. This sounds kind of <laughs> sounds chaotic. pretty morbid out there. Chaotic out there. I'm like, um. But yeah, which book are we gonna talk about next? Maybe we should talk about Night Road. I don't think we should talk about Nightingale yet. Not until. Because Maybe I it's don't, closer to the movie. I don't want to like ruin the movie, like for people if they do watch the movie. Because. Let's talk about Night Road because that's a really good book. Yeah. That's a Kristen Hanna book. If you guys want one of our favorite authors of all yeah, time, I've we've read so many of her books. If you guys, she also wrote Nightingale. Nightingale. Um, she wrote Nightingale. Um, True Colors. Man in the Moon, not Man in the Moon. True Colors. Another book that we read. Yeah. Um, Firefly it, Lane. Yeah, and that show is so good. I haven't watched it. Oh my! I've only God. seen like a half episode. So, but Night Road is a good book. I haven't read that in so long. I'm trying not to read it again because I read it like three times and I need a break so I don't ruin it. I tried to read it like a year ago mm-hmm. and I just found myself skipping over parts that like annoyed me. Because you already me, read it? Like three to three or four times. Yeah. But the love story is just love so it. good. Oh my gosh. I hope I remember everything because it's been probably five years since I read that book. I remember most of it. It was so good, though. It is so, a good one. If you are following our podcast, um, make sure to read Night Road before our next podcast. Um, I think one of our next podcasts, not the next one, because that's the Night Road we're talking about, but the one after that, um, we're just going to go through like 10 to 15 books that we've read and kind of talk about the synopsis maybe and then just give a rating we're not going to dissect the book yeah because there are some books that we're going to kind of breeze through that were probably one out of five or two out of five mm-hmm. um or like we'll bring up books that had really bad grammar like the editor didn't do shit with the books yeah um we'll kind of do that as one of our podcasts that it's is just... one of my biggest pet peeves is when i read a book and i find a spelling error and i'm like how many times did you guys read this? <laughs> and it's not just one spelling error, it's like... Multiple. Ten, ten spelling errors, or ten <laughs> grammatically wrong. Yeah. Um. Uh, I signed up for a gym, or <laughs> trying to get a discount at a gym mm-hmm. that does, like, hot yoga and stuff. Oh. Um, well, I won't be working out anytime soon. I'm going to be a couch potato. And I'm I, a potato. <laughs> I'm a potato. <laughs> I do think we should do a pod an episode two where we just talk about coffee kind of like we talked about our favorite coffees Mm -hmm. at the beginning of this one we should just go through the best coffee places what to order like the starbucks reserve yeah and we want you guys to tell us what your guys's favorite coffee shops are because we do like to travel so even if it's not in the same state as us we want to go there like we we want to try a new coffee shop every time we go to a different state so yeah, and we have a lot. We have trips coming up that yeah, we'll be going to different um, towns and and if you don't, if you live in um, Minnesota, give us a give Minnesota? us a, a coffee shop to go to. Um, Lydia did tell me that they have a Dutch Bros up there now. She texts me and she's yeah, like, I, I had to tell you that there's a Dutch Bros up here, and I went and I was like, that's good. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, not great because we just gave them a bad review, but, but we're giving them a second chance. We are well, tomorrow. We'll let you guys know next podcast how our coffee drinks are. And we'll get two guys' ratings on it, and you'll have our ratings on it, so. Trevor's won't count, though, because he'll get a sodi. 
But it that's still a positive rating. Yeah, that's true. Tyler doesn't have, like... He's going to be like, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. So, if you guys want a little life update, you just said his name on the podcast, so... Yeah, he probably won't care. Um, Megan's got a little new... Boyfriend. Boyfriend, yeah. Well, I guess this comes out, like, Monday, so you guys will be together then? Yeah. Um, so, I'm meeting him for the first time tomorrow, and so is Trevor, and so is, the like, rest of half family. of our family, <laughs> except for our mom and dad, so that'll be really fun, and some people think it's overwhelming to meet our family, like, Trevor said it was overwhelming, because we have 15 They're... nephews and nieces, we have five, Megan and I Are the only up... two without kids, also. Yeah. So, we grew up... And we have six kids total in our family with two parents that are still married. Like, they're all from the same parents, which everybody asked me that. They're like, you have six kids and they're from, like, the the same same parents. And I always get asked if we're Catholic or Mormon because they usually tend to have more kids, so. Yeah, we are not Mormon. Yeah. Well, we're not Catholic either, but. um... We... But seriously, like tomorrow for dinner, we're going to have a shit ton of people over. All of our siblings over, except for the very oldest one, because she doesn't live in Colorado anymore. Um, we love you, Lauren. I hope you listen to this. Yeah, me too. I have to text you and remind you. <laughs> so her family's out, but that's only five people, which that is still a pretty big family. But five people out of... We just have a really yeah. big family, and it is overwhelming when you first meet people, like, especially coming in. So... He's going to be put to the real test tomorrow. Yeah. And then I think we're going to go do some sightseeing after and, and get some Dutch bros. So, um, obviously, the final stamp of approval will happen when we go, because I'm the final stamp, because yeah. I'm the queen. <laughs> I'll give him snaps. I'll probably still give him snaps. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. We'll see. And we're together. Maybe we'll do one short short podcast. Before. Before we, we, we part ways. Because it'll be a while yeah. before we see each other again. Yeah. I need to come where you live and yeah. help. We'll do some decorating. But, um, yeah. I should probably get I Emma and Garrett just got here, so we should probably Pip Patter get out of here. Yeah. Since well, Megan's hip surgery, Megan's laying down on the bed. I made a makeshift table for the the recorder and Megan's just a little gimp right now. I am struggling. And we're gonna tackle the biggest endeavor since her surgery is showering her. We're not going to do that tonight, though. We're going to attempt that tomorrow. Yeah. But Andrea is going to shave my legs for me tonight. What? You said tomorrow. Tonight. No. Okay, ta-ta for now. We're going to go give our nephew some kisses. kisses. Feel free to message us about any suggestions. Doesn't have to be coffee-related. Doesn't have to be book-related. Um, what you like, what you don't like. Yeah. Spark We're open a con- to hear all. Yeah, spark a conversation. We would love to... Love to interact with you, right? Yeah. Even though some people think that we don't like to, but we like if to. If you get see to know our people. faces, it looks like we don't want to interact with anybody except for each other, but we promise you we're nice. <laughs> we, we promise. Okay. Peace, loves, and blessings. Blessings.
What? I'm going to say JW. <laughs> Uh, we'll talk about that on a podcast. I don't care. Okay, goodbye. Bye. Oh, I don't know that. Oh, 